When looking for the king of podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Well, excuse me! Looking for good ideas for life? You're far from good hands. Hey, bud, what's your problem? If you think the listener is always right, you're far from the right place. Out of order! Even in the future, nothing works! Hosted by a Northeasterner by birth, but a rebel by choice. Are you threatening me? If you want a host that floats between love and madness, and we know the night is always gonna be here anyway. Thinking of you's working up my appetite, looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. All right, guys, uh, listen to the blues riff and B. Watch me for the changes and try and keep up, okay? Warning, creators of this game do understand the subject matter may be offensive to some, but they do honor the families and people that have been affected by these real-life tragedies that these individuals have caused. Wanna play a game? Oh yeah! Lover of true crime? Yes, yes, yes. Well, we got an interesting game for you to check out. Wow. With the mashup of influences such as horror movies, collecting cards, and RPGs. What? Led to giving birth to an incredible creation of this game. Killers, the card game. You are all my children now. This game is a collectible trading card game featuring some of the most infamous killers with tidbits of trivia on the back of each card to help you learn some insight to each criminal. Who the hell are you? Let's not forget, during the game, cops will be chasing you and these criminals. I'm a cop, you idiot! However, check out their website listed through all social media today, which can be found under Killers, the card game. Am I on the internet? I want to play a game. Hey folks, it's your least favorite host in the podcast world, Croc, Jonathan Steele. Boy, do we have a good one for you today. Hi, I'm Nuts the Final Girl, and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, including the big one in the room. And I'm talking about me, folks, so don't even jump to conclusions. (laughs) Well, you will anyway, but I don't give a shit. So I'm going down a different path tonight with this recording. And because she had come up on my or the show's IG feed and... I'm nosy in some ways and was looking at some of the pictures and reels, I guess they call them, Mm -hmm. these kids today, and figured, what the hell, let me ask her on. And anyway, she does streaming, she does some reviews, and we'll get into all that, but she is known as Nugs the Final Girl. How are you? I'm doing so good. Thank you for having me. And we were scheduled for last week, but we had to do a quick schedule change because of something going on. Personally, not my business to put it out there. 
<laughs> but all is well. I just asked her before we hit the record button. But That's right. Nugs, how are you doing? What's going I'm, on? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I've been working on kind of everything, like getting my content out there, streaming. Um, I also just joined um, the House of Everlasting Shadow as co-host for their platform. Um, so that's super exciting, but just kind of busy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we'll touch on all that. And obviously, I know a little bit from talking with you over <laughs> IG before getting into things. Yeah. And just know you, well, everybody has a personal life too. And right. obviously I know you, yeah, I'm not going to sedate what I know. Cause that's the whole respect thing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's not for me to put out there, but I'm curious to know. Sure. How do we manage to do everything we do as far as trying to be a content provider but also balancing either a work life and or personal life now. I know the content is leaning towards becoming work in some aspects for yep. you, but how do we balance all that? Um, very awkwardly <laughs> is how I do it. Um, right now I'm working on um, what really works in my life. So I like schedule out certain things um, to post, um, do a little bit of research if I need to on that subject or movie or video game. Um, but a lot of it is time management. A lot of it is having a really, really good support system of like, hey, you said you were going to do this. Where is it? Are you going to work on it? Like people keeping me in check is a huge thing because I can be a space cadet sometimes. And may the Schwartz be with you. What a world, what a world. And just <laughs> go off on tangents and do stuff that I don't need to be doing. So it's a struggle. It's taken probably a good two and a half, three years of being on the internet and figuring out what works if I um, really wanted to do this as a job and create content and stream video games for like everyone to see. Um, so yeah, it's been a wild like three-ish years to, to get to where I am now. Am I on the internet? Yeah. Now, the other new thing before we get back into the streaming and everything, sure. and we were kind of joking about this mm -hmm. uh, when we were going back and forth, is, and I know nothing about the platform, mm -hmm. only things I heard, mm -hmm. and you were new to the platform, yeah. But I, I of OnlyFans, and I'm familiar because I was following another story, and. The guy listening in would know what I'm talking about <laughs> with uh, Mandy Rose, who was a WWE superstar, mm -hmm. had a similar account, wasn't OnlyFans, I believe, because of the drama get released, it increased sales, all that fun stuff. You know. mm -hmm. Now it's not the time or the place for it. You know, <laughs> that, st that story's out there, and uh, I hope for the best for her. You know, it's, mm -hmm. It sounds like it's working out right now. Right, but and I saw her on Tamron Hall as of this morning, the day of recording, talking about things. So, mm -hmm. but like I said, her story is out there. This ain't the time or the place to tell her story. But anyway, you said you're new to OnlyFans, and that's we'll have. I should mention that we will have links to Nugs, all her links, her LinkedIn, her yeah. Twitch, her. You know, everything she does, we have links to <laughs> when you see this or listen to this episode. So with the OnlyFans, though. Yes. How trepidatious, what have you learned about the outlet so far? Because like I said, I'm not a subscriber to anybody. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not personal to you or anything. No, I take no offense. 
Yeah. So it's, what have you learned? Because you said you're new to that outlet as well. So I am new to it because I was, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say against it personally, but it just wasn't something that I originally had any interest in doing um, because of the stigma that the website has. Um, Usually it's like uh, very pornographic and like all kinds of stuff. Um, But uh, Instagram and Facebook and um, they kept taking my subscription away, like my ability to charge a subscription. What's going on? They confiscated everything, even the stuff we didn't steal. Um, For like what most people would say were PG-13 photos. Um, So that greatly impacted my like income. Um, And so I was like, where can I go that I won't get nicked for like showing a nipple or like, you know, showing a little bit more cleavage because uh, on my profile, I don't do porn. Um, I don't do anything overly lewd, but like think boudoir, sexy, teasy with like a hint of sass is basically what I give. Um, um, A little bit further than what Elvira puts out there, but that's like kind of the vibe, like <laughs> panties and a shirt. But for, or, but like, for 2023. Yeah, exactly. I'm like Elvira's and, uh, like other side of the coin where she's like dark and vampire-y. I am the final girl, so I, you know, I'm kind of like the MacGyver. <laughs> like, I always find a way to survive. Are we talking 80s MacGyver? Yes, 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 of course. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, We're showing our age here, folks. So. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I always, I've been compared to a mix of like Elvira, Kitty from that 70s show, and Claire Redfield is like the vibe that I give off. Um, but Back to OnlyFans. Yeah, that wasn't something that I was originally intending on doing, but because Meta was punishing me for trying to monetize on like PG-13 photos, I was like, there's nowhere else to to put this stuff. And like, I'm trying to make a, a living on the internet. So that was like the next step. It's mine, you understand? Mine, all mine. Get that in there. Well, with that and there's another connection to elvira we were talking about but i'll keep that i'll leave that conversation to decide just Mm -hmm. because we're going to continue to refer to our guest as nugs the final girl and i i'm not saying that tongue-in-cheek but there's (laughs) When she brought up Elvira again, there's a little tongue in cheek. I remember one of the first conversations we had. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. And I appreciate that connection. <laughs> yeah. I got a kick out of that when it was play Connect the Dots. Yeah. And she appreciated that I, it was that whole thing. And I'm like, man, I love her. This, she's great. <laughs> you know, and when we had to play Connect the Dots. But yeah. Yeah. We'll leave that there. And, let the internet trolls do their work there. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll let them figure out what, what we're talking about. But obviously sex sells and all yeah. that stuff. I, I'm not naive, I'm not trying to sound naive. And I even had a couple of messages come my way when I announced that Nugs was gonna mm-hmm. do a taping with us. It, nothing horrible, but it's like and like I said, I'm not naive sex mm-hmm. else. She's a, and I mean this respectfully. No, please. A curvy woman. And <laughs> there's, she has attributes and there's different things to that appeal to her. And I'm like, with these messages, like, well, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you're like, you're hitting me with, well, did you, uh, I know, but here's, here's the funny part, folks. I also happened to have a conversation or two with her. It wasn't mm-hmm. solely about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's actually some brains there and gray matter in here. There's <laughs> I'd like to in, think there's brains in here. <laughs> yeah. There's 
more than just the meets the eye in this case here. Because mm-hmm. I like to be real with people. And I Absolutely. don't have a show. I don't have a show for 10 years by going with the generic questions and not exactly having fun in real conversations. Yeah. So there's obviously from what I had seen, there was obviously more to you than <laughs> just, you know, the, the figure. Your looks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm working on my girlish figure, but that's all another. Yeah, you know, it's a work no, in process. We, we, we won't go. We won't go there because otherwise, because uh, <laughs> people will take it with the different you know letters that they throw <laughs> out there and the different communities, and I don't mm-hmm. mean any of that. But anyway, so last question with the OnlyFans, sure. And like I said, I'm not naive. Sex sells all that fun stuff. How far, and you were talking about the PG-13 and, mm-hmm. you know, that balance of where I can do subscriptions for, and you talked about the mix of the content you put out there. Mm-hmm. But I do know, and I hope I'm not speaking out of tune here. No, no. You do have a family. Yes. And so, and everybody has different, you know values or morals or whatever the case is Mm -hmm. so how far are you willing to take it to obviously get the most bang for your buck yes tongue-in-cheek when i say that (laughs) but also like you said i don't want to have nudity i don't want to do you know where do you set that standard um basically um i don't to porn and i don't show naked below the belt basically um i do you know show off the girls on OnlyFans, um but that's what most people want to see that's the the bang for your buck type of deal on on that side um but yeah i've always <laughs> i've always said um because i want this to be a, a good brand and marketable to all kinds of other things. I don't only, I've never wanted to be known just for that. <laughs> um, that's why I am very knowledgeable in like games and horror and like cosplay and all kinds of other stuff. Yes, exactly. Well, before we touch on some of those other things, the cosplay and all that, and I just watched a video you did from so i figured you this was a couple months ago but yeah. i figured i'd ask sure because it's still topical and it's amazing i just mm. spoke to and recorded with uh steve barton uncle creepy mm-hmm. uh, who is a producer and was involved in dread central and all that stuff yeah i'm sure you know the name yeah i know where i'm going with this yeah steve's a great dude i've known mm. most of that gang over at terrifier and yeah. Terrifier 2 like the latest craze, rightfully so. Yeah. And good bunch of folks there. I love Lauren. I love, you know, David. You know, they all have become friends mm-hmm. of the show. And, you know, people I've actually communicate non-entertainment-wise. Right. Leisurely. So, <laughs> yeah, we we may have had a couple drinks and, you know, somebody tends to happen with show guests. Exactly. We, yeah. we end up becoming... Uh, Symbotico or whatever the word is, and exactly, I, I got stories from a show in Kentucky recently, but <laughs> that's that's for another time or another place when we were drinking whiskey, <laughs> Not, nightmare folks, and a couple of Halloween folks and whatnot. But okay. so, your video was on the trailer of Terrifier Two. Mm-hmm. So, did you see the movie? Oh yes. Okay, so because it's funny with her videos, and you could check it on YouTube and stuff when they do the mm-hmm. she does the uh chore reviews and different things. She's up in a corner talking about the trailer. Look at this, look at that. Well, obviously, we're several months into it now. The DVD's out, exactly, the movie's been streaming, all that. So, I'm not speaking out of tune here, but <laughs> yeah, it's just funny with it. She was pointing different things out. But yet there were a lot of the stuff she pointed out in this three minute video, whatever it was, mm-hmm. was topics of conversation in the film, but also online. So, yes. What did you think of the movie? 
And was it something you were looking forward to seeing as a horror fan? So as a horror fan, I was very excited for Terrifier 2. The first one like piqued my interest. It was a really good like outing, a first showing like this is where kind of where we want to take Art the Clown. And then, yeah. And then Terrifier 2, the only thing I only have like one criticism of it. The only it. The only thing that I was frustrated with was the marketing um, of our final girl because they said that she was a final girl. So we knew she was going to survive before we even went into watching the movie. So that took me out of feeling like invested really in her character because I was like, oh, I know she's going to live. So like nothing happening really to her uh, throughout the whole movie ha has any consequence to it. Like, yes, she, you know, spoiler alert, she gets like cut up and beaten up and stuff, but like she walks away with a couple yeah. of bruises and whatnot. Yeah. She it. lives. <laughs> so that was my only like frustration with it because for me, the less that is shown or said is best for horror because I want to be shocked. I want to be scared. I mean, the, the, per, well, the publicity for the movie, other than that, absolutely fantastic people fainting. Like that's what you want to hear going into a movie like that, which was um, genuine by the way. Yeah, absolutely. People were legitimately throwing up and to me, a very seasoned and, appreciationist of like slasher and gore i thought it was great because it, there was a little tongue-in-cheek in there like so to me i didn't pass out or throw up but <laughs> but it was a fantastic movie but yeah the only thing was that i wish they didn't say that she was a final girl because that part kind of for me yeah it you know, it's I enjoyed the movie and like I said, I truly like the people. Being mm -hmm. a northeast guy. Uh, exactly. A, well, you're further I'm are you you're you're in Maine. Yeah. Uh, are you it's, considered northeast when we say Maine? Oh yeah. Well you're yeah, geographically, yeah, you know, yeah, it's on the map. Yeah. We're basically Canada. Yeah, but what I mean is, you know, when you we say Northeasterners, you know, most people talk Philadelphia, New York, Boston. You know what I'm saying? There's like a... Yeah. But would you consider more Northeasterners? More like New Englanders. Okay. Is, yeah. is really what it is. I mean, yeah, home to Stephen King lives like, you know, just a hop, skip, and a jump over there. <laughs> over in Bangor. You know, yeah. Yeah, and it's hilarious. I, I mentioned wrestling a little while ago with the Mandy Rose story and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I always think it whenever Stephen King's name comes up, and I love a lot of his stuff and everything mm -hmm. from what I've seen and watched and yada, yada, yada. Haven't read any of the books. I want to get into reading his books. They're so good. But, Even if you do audio books, totally. But whenever I hear his name, I think of the one story. And this is, there was a wrestler by the name of tugboat back mm -hmm. in the late 80s early 90s uh and Shockmaster and whatever stuff mm. there that he's known for that's that's here and there but he told me a story years ago when they were on the road and they had a double shot back in the day in the early 90s mm -hmm. of it was like maybe a one o'clock show in Bangor, somewhere in Maine, one of the mm -hmm. few major towns in Maine. Yeah. And then an eight o'clock in Boston. Oof. Yeah. So, you know, there it was something geographically, you know, whatever possible. Mm -hmm. So they're on Earl, him and his tag partner are on early mm -hmm. on the first show. And then it's you would throw your it was quickly like a lot of guys wouldn't change or whatnot and stuff like that. Yeah. They would quickly, you know, they wrestle their match, 
towel off, maybe get rinsed off real quick, but they would keep their gear under their street clothes, you know? Yep. You know, because obviously you're going to jump in a car three, four, five hours to the next town, yeah, especially in a double shot like two and mm-hmm. work another show. So quickly rinse off. And these guys, they like to have a beer or two, but these guys weren't the party animals that we hear of other guys. Mm-hmm. Right. Of that genre of that era. Yeah. They would they would tugboat and earthquake where guys will have a couple of beers, whatnot. But they would go back to their room and read mm-hmm. type deal. And tug Tugboat liked to read Stephen King and mm-hmm. things. Yeah, you know, he had a he he has very eclectic tastes. Yeah. But Stephen King was on his reading list because he would after a couple of drinks, he might go read a, some of his book and try to get some sleep. Because yeah. of how crazy the schedule was at the time. Well, anyway, long story short, they would be, they were in the bank where they work early in the show, quickly rinse off, towel off, get ready to go. Well, obviously, as you mentioned, Mr. King lives in that neck of the woods. And and they're like, Tugboat says, we got to stop and get a picture in front of his house, obviously with the gate. Absolutely. Do the whole The horror fans know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you get the gate and. It's almost like a uh, museum stop or what it, it's a, a rite of passage. Yeah. yeah, it's a rite of passage in the area. So he's like, I got it. We got to stop and get pictures, right? It was close enough that it wasn't, they weren't going out of their way to mm-hmm. head to the highway to the other show in Boston or wherever it was. So sure enough, it, right place, right time. Tugboat has his book. They get out, and this is, folks, this is before digital cameras and cell phones. And <laughs> he had, yeah, he had the scroll. Yep, boom. Yep. They each get a picture in front of the house. All right, yeah, this is cool. We might as well we're here. Well, sure enough, gates start opening. Nice. Here comes Steven to go get his kids from like school, school or, or hockey or... practice or whatever <laughs> it was. It was in the afternoon. And, he, of course, Imagine a big six foot eight guy, 400 pounds, yeah. Mr. King's. And he happened to have one of his books he just bought in mm-hmm. the car. Yeah. You know, he, oh, Steven stops and goes, sees these guys, two huge guys. Go, hey, aren't you guys earthquake and tough? Because Stephen King's a wrestling fan. Yeah, that's so Or he cool. wasn't. He looks out and goes, Yeah, because he's used to people taking pictures and stuff. Yeah. And he goes, wait, wait. Hey, aren't, aren't you guys, didn't you guys <laughs> just work a show and, yeah. Up the street, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like a mutual so fan cool. of each. Yeah, it was funny as hell that when he tell. And it's funny when he tells a story. You know, you got these mm-hmm. two guys, six foot eight, four hundred plus pounds. Guy. And Stephen, when he pulls up and rolls down the window, <laughs> hey, aren't you two? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. But back to you. <laughs> Long story <laughs> short, yeah. So where did Nugs the final girl come from? The moniker well um i started my journey as nugs um just nugs um and then um i am a huge horror fan and um i wanted some like branding but i also wanted something that is me so (laughs) i am like pretty reliable and pretty crafty like i know how to like fight and like I can use a gun and I can actually like do things. <laughs> um but I also, you know, Hence I, the MacGyver reference yeah, earlier. Exactly. But I look like the way that I do. So it's like this really cool juxtaposition of like I can hold my own. I can fight. I can like be with the boys, if you will. Um, but then I also embody and look uh, very feminine I guess is the best way to put it um so it's a huge selling point that I like body brains skills horror there it is it, <laughs> it, you know it's funny and I'm not seeing I'm not in a relationship right now mm-hmm. I'll be honest but I am still close with my ex-girlfriend and it's funny, mm-hmm. I just sent her a gift, yeah, you know, just for because I had it, I knew it would fit her 
clothes-wise. Mm-hmm. And the thing I when you, you the way you said that about the the body, the brains, and yeah, you know, right. Mm-hmm. It always, it just reminded me of something I always tell her, and which is true because that's what attracted me to her. Yeah, and it's she's a triple threat. Yes, and and I say I'm getting the vibe from you because. We don't know each other super, super well. We've had (laughs) conversations going into this, but I get this vibe from you. Mm -hmm. But I always said she's a triple threat. She has the body, the brains, and the big thing, the heart. Mm Because she, in her particular case, she is a big animal lover. And she, she, you know what I mean? She's, she, so there's that caring yeah. element to her absolutely so, so i always said she was the triple threat like i said <laughs> she's got the heart the brains the body because we all know the body can go exactly and i'm not saying you know things change we get older whatever the case <laughs> yeah not all the time but you know you're always going to have the brains and at this stage of our lives in our 30s and stuff mm-hmm. you're always going to have that heart you're DNA from a personality standpoint is you're locked in. Yeah. Yeah. From the brain and the ticker standpoint. So So, with that being said, streaming. Yes. And I actually did write down some stuff because this was not, it might sound like a lot of this is off the cuff and tonight very loosely off the cuff mm-hmm. as you've heard the first part of this yeah. as we got going but like i said i'm not i'm new to watching like folks on uh streaming like twitch is the mm-hmm. big one and there's some other outlets that are intertwined with that and the guy ray who's listening in is learning that stuff as well mm-hmm. uh ray i might as well real quick uh do you want to say hello or anything, Ray, or do you want to wait until I get into the streaming stuff here? Um, hi, Nugs. How's it going? My name's Ray. Hi, Ray. It's so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, he, he's a movie guy. He does a streaming. He's going to school for all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, he, I figured it's also good to learn from the world, real world side of things, too. Exactly. Because you've, do- you've been doing this. Yeah, for so. just about three years, maybe a little over. So you had that real world experience of, hey, I'm failing miserably and then <laughs> working, working. She has me. two listeners, two followers. She sucks at this shit. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know why the hell I've been talking with her. No, <laughs> no but uh, yeah. So first and foremost, with the streaming side of things, where did you say, I want to start doing this? and why did you want to get into this and make do what you're doing? Um, I'm very charismatic. Um, so you said you're artsy. Yes, I'm very artsy. Uh, I was really uh, I was a theater kid in high school. Um, so I was really big into Broadway and like drag queens and all this other stuff. Um, but I also was really into horror and how that can go. literally every which way you can have a horror comedy you can have a horror musical it can be gritty it can you know there's all different ways to put it um but I got into streaming because all of my friends said it was really funny to watch me get scared because I play only horror games when I stream and I have um bit alerts and uh channel rewards of jump scares so if people want to use their channel points um they it plays like a sound and it scares me so I react and they get to see how scared I get and I have um a heart rate monitor so it shows my heart rate throughout the stream and then it sometimes it will spike up and So people said it was really fun to watch and I say ridiculous things and like off the cuff craziness when I'm playing. Um, So yeah, basically my friends and family were just like, this is just something that you should do, that you should do. So then I just did it. Now, 
that's curious to know where does and i'm not i've heard of them obviously where does yeah. the heart monitor go so or, it goes right where the um bra like right underneath the bra strap would be but like on your chest <laughs> so, yeah well um, obviously that's where the heart <laughs> usually is so let, let's say i heard that yeah, with that medical degree I got. <laughs> um, but yeah, you just wear it underneath your shirt and you link it up to your phone and then it syncs to okay. whatever service you're using. Like I use OBS. Um, so it links up to that and then you guys see it. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Sidetrack. I got to tell the story since we're no, talking about parts. Because uh, I've had my share of medical stuff mm -hmm. and that, we're good. All good. That's good. But you know, 10 years, you know, but it's hilarious because so anyway, I had to do this, you know, I don't know if you've ever had surgery and whatnot. Mm -hmm. and so they had to do, you know, pre-surgical exam and yep. part of it's a chest x-ray and whatnot. And I go playing dumb dumb, <laughs> you know, it's really a sarcastic some bitch that I am. Mm -hmm. I go when I saw the film, I go, hey, what's that gray matter right here? Right. Point. Or left side of your chest where the left side of your chest would be there mm -hmm. you go girl's like because normally they can't tell you much but yeah this is a dumb enough question she can answer <laughs> she goes well that's your heart that gray man i said well can i get a copy of that she goes why she goes i said well i have family members that tell me i don't have a heart so <laughs> i want to prove there's something physically there exactly i want it's gray it's but right it's there <laughs> You're saying it's physically there. I need to prove to people that say I'm heartless <laughs> that it's there. But, you know, yeah. So as soon as you said the heart monitor, it's one of those dirty jokes. I tell there's another one I got to tell you, but I'm not going to tell it on the air. <laughs> you, you would appreciate it. But, yeah, when it comes to that whole thing. But so speaking of gaming and all that mm -hmm. fun stuff with what you do in the horror games mm -hmm. what is the earliest memory you have of gaming in general and do you remember what that some of those early games you played were so um my family had an atari for a little bit um so we had that for those of you who don't know atari is one of the first gaming consoles right before nes but yeah. go ahead I, I, you know. one of the first because there was also yeah. like dream dreamscape something yeah. like that um but yeah so i played a little atari but mostly um i didn't really start gaming until i was in like my mid to late 20s um mostly because my brother was the gamer uh i didn't get like any games for birthdays or anything even though i would like be interested and ask for them i always got traditionally girly things um but then my uh my husband got me into gaming more and more because i also had some pretty bad experiences with um like ex-boyfriends and stuff i had uh ex-boyfriend that was severely addicted to world of warcraft um so much so that it affected day-to-day -day life um so i'm a little biased on that but hey i'm um, over here you know. <laughs> yeah. no wonder she does only fans hey i'm over here no. No, go ahead um but i was the games that i did have access to when i was younger was like cool borders and like tony hawk and um, early playstation stuff yeah exactly early playstation stuff um but then i didn't game for like you know 20 years and then as i got older i got more and more into it i was really bad at first person shooters but then i just played it more and more and now i'm decent i like to think um i don't play like PUBG or apex or anything like that because i get too nervous i'm like really anxious and knowing that people are out to kill me that are actual people like terrifies me because i'm like i don't want to do bad i have to do good and if i do bad then then i did bad <laughs> so, we're talking and we're talking within the game killing yes. you, correct yes. okay I within the game you know, they're I, not going to kill me in real life <laughs> okay. yeah well you know i just don't you know Unless, i don't want people i don't want people thinking that 
people are actually out to track no. nugs down. Yeah, no, it's not like uh, that horror movie that came out that was about the game. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, Doom. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I didn't game for a really long time, and then, um, like I said, my husband got me back into it, and then um, it just kind of took off, and that's when my friends and family were like, "You are." freaking hilarious getting scared so do yeah, do that that's just, yeah <laughs> what you mentioned so what does a booking session or i shouldn't say booking session <laughs> but i was thinking about what you said earlier as mm-hmm. far as time management and schedule yes. and everything else because you do have a family and a personal life and mm-hmm. all that stuff and trying to schedule things out so with that being said, what does a streaming session and or content creation look look like for you so, uh, t- on a typical day? Do you, okay, I'm going to do reviews one day. I'm going to do the trailers another day, the gaming. How do you structure all that? So I stream on Twitch um, on Wednesdays and Thursdays, and then um I, like I said, I got brought on um, to the House of Everlasting Shadow as a co-host. So I will be streaming um, with Griff and the House of Everlasting Shadow on uh, Fridays and Saturdays. Um, So a typical day is like I wake up, I do the family thing, breakfast, all that stuff. Then I'll go into doing content for like Instagram, um, OnlyFans, Twitter. TikTok, <laughs> uh, Facebook, then um, we edit it, um, then we publish it throughout the day. And then on Wednesdays, uh, towards the evening, around eight o'clock is when I start streaming. But before that, I, you know, get re-gussied up or whatever and make sure all my systems are working, restart the computer just to, you know, double check um boot everything up make sure the camera is right make sure the mic is working and then i just sit and game for a few hours talk with my community we have the best community everyone's super nice and we have like a a blast every time even if we're just chatting um because i do do just chatting sometimes but most of the time it's just horror games and then uh you know i after the stream around probably like 10 or 11, I grab a snack and then I go to bed and do it all over again. Two things there. And one of it, I actually had it in my notes. Mm-hmm. But the other, you actually reminded me because I didn't write it sure. down. But, and we kind of talked about this, I think, mm-hmm. when we were chatting, getting into this. Yeah. You know, I did ask you about this, but only in one aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, we do know, I say this tongue-in-cheek, but it is <laughs> out there. There are internet trolls, and oh, yeah. not so much trolls, but there's the creepy guys that mm-hmm. are girls, and I'm not saying it one way. You know, you get those creepy folks that, uh, look at her, she's got this, she, yeah. Yeah, just mm-hmm. run the gamut. So how often would you say you see and deal with the creepy folks? So but yeah, go ahead and do that. So I actually on Twitch, not so much. I mean, you get like the random bots that are like sell uh your or promote your stream on this or whatever. And then you just you just block them because they're just bots um i mean i definitely have gotten like oh she's like only doing this for like attention or she's only doing this because she has big boobs and i'm like where's your stuff like if you think it's so easy and i'm just like getting the views because i'm a woman which yes that is a huge advantage any person that thinks otherwise is crazy um because being a woman just in general is an easier path in the internet world. Um, but 
there's so much more. But again, I'm always like, where's your stuff? If you're calling me out, like you better have something to back it up with. Um, and then obviously if they're being a a douchebag in chat, like the community really like we really stick together. They rally. Yeah, we support each other. But um on Instagram and Facebook is where most of the creeps are, surprisingly. Uh there are some real uh gross gross people in the world <laughs> like i said some of the comments i'm i wouldn't be surprised but i'm sure it's yeah it, but on the other side of that too it's like i gotta go and i'm not defending the creeps or anything no 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 but, yeah. I'm, but there i'm sure there <clears throat> excuse me i'm sure there's one that come across comments and all you go that's creepy as fuck but damn, that was actually pretty good. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. You go. You, I'll give you kudos for that one. You know, yep, you go, I've definitely okay, done that before. Um, I've definitely been like, oh, that was good. That was a good, good comment. But <laughs> you're, you're creepy as fuck. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, okay. Touche. Touche. Exactly. And like, well, it would be stupid for me to be like, yeah, no, I'm not like shaking my chest for no reason like there's a reason behind it sex sells but i do it in a way that i personally feel like is more classy um like there's value to what i bring um to the platforms like facebook instagram um TikTok, all of those are very separate from my OnlyFans. Um, OnlyFans is like nugs after dark. And then everything else is like business. Casual. Or yeah, business oriented with a like some thigh, I guess would be would be how to do would be how I put it. And um, now people won't see the video and there'll only be pictures of nugs and stuff on the <laughs> YouTube version of this. But I was, as she was saying that, I start pulling out my, uh, was I can't remember which film it was because he did, he always incorporated it in all his films. But mm -hmm. I was pulling out my uh, Chris Farley <laughs> mm. yeah. with the finger and the, mm. yeah, yeah, exactly. As she was saying that, so yeah, I gotta be completely honest. <laughs> well, with that being said, before I ask the technical question, sure. is uh. You know, the creeps and the obviously sex cells. And mm -hmm. like I said, as I like to say, there's more layers to the onion than just what you what you the, see. The physical aspect of mm -hmm. nugs or anyone who is of on both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. So what does your husband think of all this stuff? Because there was a couple of pictures I saw. Yes. And I kind of chuckled from the holidays. Uh -huh. that, was that your husband? It was in the pictures. Yes. Okay. That, that you were wishing happy holidays, and I got, mm -hmm. I got. That's actually creative, and <laughs> she's teasing the hell out of him. But that was good with the the way she did the pictures. So, what's he think of what you do and what you established over the past three years? He is super supportive. Um, he is my main editor. Um, he also he also runs House of Everlasting Shadow. So um, we're both in this industry, which is both extremely helpful and scheduling and getting everything done is crazy when both of our jobs are content based. Um, so managing life, personal life, family, job and everything else is crazy because not only is it me and all of my platform and all of my content but then it's all of his content and, and platforms um but yeah it's super supportive uh so he gets it though oh yeah absolutely i mean money <laughs> i'm not gonna he also um he also writes a lot. So that helps with like factoring in 
um, like time management because he can like write his book on his phone or like on a tablet while I'm, you know, taking care of work <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Because I would think, and we all know what they say about assuming mm -hmm. that there could be some jealousy. Oh, for sure. Because of, and I, I never met him, never spoke to him. I, <laughs> I don't know. So, you know, there's no, there's been no communication here. Mm -hmm. There could be some jealousy because of the content. But I, mean, I would also think on the flip side of that, though, I would like to hope he's comfortable to go. And today, I'm good. She's with me. We're happy. We're, you know what I mean? On the personal much. side of things. Yeah, that's that's pretty much where we are. Um, and because of the type of content that I do put out that is on OnlyFans, it's nothing that, yes, some of them are topless, but like that it would be nothing that most people would like shake a stick at like oh she did that um you, how, how dare you exactly um and like i said because i'm not doing porn or anything like that yeah. the jealousy aspect doesn't factor in because like super supportive super like body positive and right on <laughs> i'm all about that you're you're you sold me on that end. But uh, <laughs> no, I mean that respectfully. That hey, it's all about, you know, everybody comes to different shapes and sizes and yeah. You know, it is what it is. But tech side of stuff with the streaming and all. Sure. What kind of systems and what do you use to make sure everything is up and running? We're taping this on Zoom. Yes. But what is your kind of my setup. Whole setup um so because both of us are in uh content creation we have two um i would say top of the line uh pcs um we have let's see one two three like five or six monitors that we use <laughs> right now I'm, I'm in front of all of them um I use OBS for streaming and recording. I also, right now I'm using my phone as my camera. Um, I have a Galaxy S Plus or something. Uh, very good. <laughs> it's But everything has that I have acquired tech-wise has been over the course of the three years. Um, we or We literally started in a rundown barn with dirty power and a blue blanket as our green screen <laughs> um so like you can do this if you are looking to get started light and sound are key if you're going to be on camera mm -hmm. um that will propel you to look more professional than you actually are um and this i guess lends back to like the macgyver <laughs> reference of everything that i've gotten up until here has pretty much been macgyvered at some point um and it's just taken consistency which is something that i had to really work on um consistency and just doing it propelled me to be able to get you know like a um a good graphics card and six monitors and all of that stuff but i have like a i have a hypercast x um mic um yeah we just got all kinds of fancy stuff now but i literally started it takes with, time yeah yeah absolutely i literally started with nothing in a rundown barn <laughs> so <laughs> But I was going to say about Ray there, the mm -hmm. way he was, he couldn't think of any questions. He knows I've started from nothing to over to 10 years mm -hmm. where we're at. And do we have millions of followers and stuff? No, but it's the audience is loyal. Like you said, with your yeah. core group. So 
to wrap, and I do appreciate the time, is obviously we mentioned OnlyFans, we mentioned Twitch and all mm-hmm. that fun stuff, but what would you say is the biggest outlet or the best outlet for people to see? Obviously, I connected with you on IG. You have Facebook. And we'll have links to everything, her LinkedIn and everything on all versions of this. So where would you say people check me out here? Um, Instagram is definitely one of my um, highest um, and more, I don't want to say more used, but it definitely has more traffic. Um, My hierarchy is like... (laughs) Of, of traction is like Instagram now only fans Twitch Facebook YouTube because I've been slacking on the YouTube side uh, which I'm working on getting better at uh, mostly it's a scheduling thing and then I forget and then I am like oh crap I forgot but yeah Instagram is probably the best um, that is my you know my face i guess like what people what most people see that has the highest um follower count um but yeah if you're into facebook i'm on there too so make sure you check the links uh check them all out supporter if you like what you see whether it's subscribing to her twitch or subscribing to only fans yeah whatever hit the like buttons on instagram and all that fun stuff and just yeah because i i talk to my community like i i try i've always wanted to have a community where they where people feel comfortable where we can talk about our common interests without getting at each other's throats so um i always respond for the most part with a you know as best i can um messaging is not necessarily unless it's like business orientated um i generally don't answer too many messages unless it's like business or like about horror um because you know instagram is pretty toxic and creepy especially in the (laughs) the dms i'm doing my farley <laughs> but a creepier farley okay um but yeah i try and have a really good relationship with my community which we call each other the survivors because we not only do we survive every day we survive past traumas we're here now like people are spending their time with me we survive the stream together we survive the internet together um everyone has their own quote unquote survival story plus it's on brand it's i felt like it was really appropriate um but yeah i just am really big into my community and making everyone feel awesome <laughs> and I mentioned about the millions and millions that listen to us. And, (laughs) you know, it's funny. I'm the same way. I try to be the door for communication is always open because, Mm -hmm. and Ray can testify to this, A, because I'm going to pay him a hundred bucks when we're done. But also (laughs) in general that I always keep the door open because the people that do support the show. And I wouldn't do it if we didn't have the amount of people that support. Exactly. They've they've helped su- financially support the show, the listens, the watch alongs, the different things we've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it wasn't for the supporters, and I'm not gonna, I don't have the ego going. Well, <laughs> stick it up your ass, right? No, yeah. I'm gonna communicate with you. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to mention this earlier because we got sidetracked on different sure. things. Yeah, it was funny because we were talking about Terrifier 2 and you mentioned mm-hmm. about the final girl, da 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 da. And it, it kind of spoiled things for you too. And I found thought it was funny, not with Terrifier, mm-hmm. but because we used the term final girl and final girl's in your name. And mm-hmm. this Friday, obviously, as it is, re- we're recording this on the 10th, and Friday is the 13th. Mm-hmm. Ooh, creepy 
and I do got the Screen Factory set over on this over this shelf. Mm-hmm. I just found it funny, and I was talking about the relationships I have with previous guests, and mm-hmm. hopefully you're going to be on the good side of this as well. I got good <laughs> vibes about it. No, as a person, I I got a good bullshit detector being a Northeasterner. Exactly. Yep. And definitely nothing but positive vibes about you. So I hope you stay on this. We, we keep open door communication and Absolutely. collaborations and all. But anyway, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> the reason I said Friday the 13th and Final Girls and all that, that was going there. Sometimes the ADHD there it was. Seriously, you know, it's a struggle. I was actually texting with, because I thought about doing a Friday stream mm-hmm. for Friday the 13th again, but I don't think I'm going to be able to because the few I reached out to from the franchise. Mm-hmm. We, you know, scheduling, you know, they're going to be busy on Friday the 13th. Absolutely. Yeah. But it was funny that I was texting with a friend of the show who was a final girl mm-hmm. from who we say she's a final girl, even though she died in mm-hmm. part two, the queen of the brown panties. And I know when she hears this, my phone is going <laughs> to ring. Look. Lauren Marie Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah, you know, she's become a good friend. And I That's I awesome. joke about that, but I joke yeah, and I had this up because we you mentioned the final girls. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you could see my phone and we were actually texting. That's and she's awesome. gonna be a, it was funny. I said, Hey, yeah, uh, yeah, like I said, and I sent a text to him. So what's your Friday at 13th look like this week? Right? <laughs> you know, just to kind of feeling the water out. Yeah. 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 Like I said, it's what well, she says. We can't, I can't join a stream, but I'm actually going to be in your neck of the woods in Philly. Nice. Oh, really? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> they're, they're doing something with the movie at a local theater. And I'm like, yep. well, I certainly ain't streaming. I'm not going to do a host a stream. I said, so what time are you getting to town? Well, you know, exactly. Yeah. It's nice that I got that kind of relationship. I could say, because I got a gift card for a steakhouse. I said, nice. Well, depending on what time you get here, you want to go get food? Yeah, exactly. I mean, who can yeah. say no to food? And be, yeah, and be a real. And that's the thing I like about everybody, like yourself. And mm-hmm. Billy Veer, I just spoke with uh, yesterday, and just people in country music and acting, and mm-hmm. Ray knows wrestling and the whole gamut. It's like I like dealing with the real people. And yeah, like I said earlier, there's many layers to the onion. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we can talk about, oh, well, you did this, you did that. You know, what I mean, fanboy or fangirl out, but it's like exactly. there's more too. And I think that's why I built the relationships I did from my end. And mm-hmm. I know you've, with your fan base, you built because there's that authenticity too. Yeah, that's definitely what something- we do that I've always wanted to bring um, because there is also the preconceived notion that like everything on the internet is a lie. And, (laughs) but, or the other side there, everything on the internet is true. Correct. Exactly. God bless the internet. So I wanted to bring like real, like me just on available for other people to see is pretty much <laughs> professionally folks professionally, professionally yeah <laughs> yeah i'll throw that in now but yeah and like i said i joke and i pride myself being a northeast guy mm-hmm. and we will sniff out the authenticity yeah and if you're trying to bullshit people you know from even though you're in maine you exactly. know this this northern half of the country that we're in, <laughs> I happen to be in the armpit of the area in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Plenty of deodorant, thank God. But, uh, <laughs> no, but uh, we tend, you notice, like anybody else, we tend to know when people aren't being authentic. Absolutely. So I like to have the authentic presentation, like what you do with mm-hmm. your stuff. No, that's awesome. Nugs, the final girl. We have yes. we will have links to everything she does, her LinkedIn, her Facebook, TikTok, yeah. OnlyFans, Twitch, yeah, you know, the whole gamut of what she has. It's we all have in, links to 
It's all in my link tree. So it's just link yes. tr.ee slash ntfg, which is Nugs the Final Girl. Well, I thought you were going to go with the happy go- Gilmore line there. It's all in the hips. Work with me now. It's all in the hips. Yeah, it's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. Get off of me. Hey, just easing the tension, baby. <laughs> I should have missed opportunity. Yeah, as soon as she started answering that, when she starts saying, it's all in the link tree, I'm like, she's going to pull out her chubs here again. <laughs> or her uh, call weathers. It's all in the hips. It's it's all in the twitch. Yeah, there you go. We <laughs> like it. I like it how she said there that. There you go. Nugs, thank you so much for the time. Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. Hey there, Friday fans. We know how much you enjoy the movies. Enjoy grabbing your Friday merchandise and interacting with the Friday family, whether it be at conventions or during our particular watch-alongs. Well, when you're looking to get yourself masks, why not check out our friends over at Camp Blood Customs out of New York State and order your specific custom mask from any of the films. All orders are made specifically. Your needs and wants are. Make sure you find Camp Blood Customs on Facebook, Instagram, and all over social media and order yours today. Hey, this is Kane Hodder. You are listening to Crazy Train Radio. Keep listening or else.